Join founder of I Am a Watchman Ministries, Scott Townsend, with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View from the Wall. Welcome to A View from the Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs here with founder Scott Townsend, and we are joined today with leading biblical prophecy expert Terry James. Terry James is an author, general editor, and co-author of numerous books on Bible prophecy with hundreds of thousands sold worldwide. He's also known as the voice behind many of the articles on RaptureReady.com, one of my favorite prophecy websites and one of the most popular websites on the Rapture today. He joins us today on the program. Terry James, welcome to A View from the Wall. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be with you today. Well, thank you, and it's our honor to have you with us. And some of our listeners, though, may not be familiar with RaptureReady.com and your ministry. Uh, How did the ministry come about? And tell us a little bit about its background and your work with RaptureReady.com. Well, actually, I didn't join until sometime in the Um, mid-'90s. My partner, who is uh, like a son to me, I'm an old guy, and he's a younger guy, and he founded this thing way back in 1987, whenever they passed floppy disks around, and the net wasn't even going uh, at that time very much. And his name is Todd Strandberg, and he is a, just a genius, I think, in the area of computers and uh, very knowledgeable about Bible prophecy, and God put it in his heart to start uh, uh, something he named Rapture Ready, and it, of course has a dot-com, and it's uh, remained since 1987 and grown, and as um, you introduced us, uh, Number one, Bible prophecy uh, site on, on the net, according to uh, all of our statistics, and has been for some time. Terry, you're uniquely qualified to address a watchman's vision. In the natural, you've lost your sight due to a degenerative eye condition. Yet in the spiritual side of it, you have a keen awareness of the signs of the times as they relate to Bible prophecy. Talk about what it means for a watchman to have spiritual vision, especially in these spiritually dark days in which we live. Well, that's the only true light there is in this world is a spiritual uh, vision that we have. Everything else, you're just uh, on a wing and a prayer, and uh, most not not much in the way of prayer. So um, it's very important, and the way you do that, of course, uh, is first of all, you come to know the Lord as your Lord and Savior through the salvation process, which is uh, believing in your heart that, uh, that He died for your sins and that God raised Him from the dead, and you will be saved, it says in Romans chapter 10. I think the key to getting spiritual insight is uh, to begin begin with the salvation in the process, and then to through prayer, a daily prayer, uh, a sincere prayer for to be guided. Uh, you know, um, Proverbs three five and six. Um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not into your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. And that's what it's all about. Uh, it's Proverbs three five and six, and uh, that's uh, my mother gave me that many years ago, and um, I've made that my my motto to live by, and of course prayer, and then then Bible reading, Bible study, and then uh, listen to what in your prayer life. Listen, not, not only talk to God, but listen to what He has to say to you, because the Spirit speaks in that small, still voice. Uh, I think to our to our spirits. And I think some listeners, we've been talking recently about you know the journey of awakening, you know, to really begin to absorb 
Bible prophecy. I think some of our listeners have this like pressure to figure it out all at the same time and that there's poof, you know, it just automatically downloads into your brain. But really, isn't it more true, Terry, that this is an ongoing discovery process that the Holy Spirit continues to illuminate to us as we read the Word of God daily and we pray? As, as, as we submit to His will, and His will is that we get into His Word and that we have a vibrant prayer life, which I have to say that mine is not as vibrant as it should be. And so I'll admit that right off the bat, And but that is what we're supposed to have, a vibrant prayer life and um, uh, intensive Bible study as we can, we can manage, and God will provide the rest, the Holy Spirit will provide the rest. And that's what He wants for us, and that's the way He communicates with us. And then He directs our paths, as Proverbs says. So that's, uh, I think, that answers your question. Yeah, exactly. And that, uh, for me, for example, it took a number of years for me to fully get that vision. You know what I'm saying? It's like a process of discovery that, you know, even though I've been a Christian, Terry, for 40 years, it's still, I'm still learning a lot. And I think watchmen and watchwomen around the world right now today feel like they're drinking out of a fire hose. So, uh the I'm a Watchman Ministries and Rapture Ready, and you personally have a heart for the church as God's vehicle for the gospel in these last days. What would you like to say to those Watchman pastors who face a world that grows ever more hostile towards the church and its message? Well, my goodness, I would say, first of all, uh, don't be listening to Satan's whispering in your ear that people don't want to hear about Bible prophecy. They don't want to hear about things that are happening. They don't want to hear about a future that includes a terrible time of tribulation and this sort of thing, but uh, because God wants you to know the whole story, uh, and that is uh, he wants the people in the pews to know about Bible prophecy uh, from A to Z, and it's not gloom and doom in the final analysis for the believer, for the Christian, but it is a glorious uh, uh, entrance, into heaven, entrance into heaven where we will be with him forever, for eternity, and it's called... Uh, the rapture of the church or through death, if, if the Christian dies first, of course, it'll be through death or if the rapture of the church comes. So I would I would encourage pastors to, um, to no matter what, uh, you know, people tell them that people will be turned off by Bible prophecy. I have found that uh, in, in services where I have personally spoken to churches that never get the, the word from the, because the pastor's out of town, they invite me to speak, and I speak on uh, Bible prophecy. I find people are just absolutely fascinated by it and want to know more. They're hungry for it, but they're telling they're telling the pastors, "If you do this, your your you know your attendance is going to fall, your your contributions are going to fall, you you know you're just going to go backwards." But that's that's what Satan wants wants them to think. So I would encourage them by all means preach Bible prophecy, and I I say preach it from the pre-trib view and preach it strongly. Preach the pre-tribulation rapture of the church because that is what God's mm-hmm. word says through Paul, reveals through Paul the apostle. Those are such powerful words, and like you, we agree that Bible prophecy is essential to the health of the church today. So, thank you for those encouraging words and the challenge to pastors today to not shy away from Bible prophecy, but to boldly proclaim it as part of God's truth for believers today. Now, stick with us, and we'll be right back in a moment on a view from the wall.
Welcome back to A View from the Wall. We're here with Terry James from RaptureReady.com, and we're excited to talk about this segment because this is a real passion for our ministry as well, and I am a watchman. There's this section on RaptureReady.com titled, Information for Those Who Are Left Behind. We want to talk a little bit about what happens after the rapture, that seven-year period we call the tribulation that will follow. Now, Terry, as we talk, I want you to take a moment to describe what the world scene will look like after hundreds of millions of people will suddenly disappear at the rapture. What will it be like for those who are left behind? Well, first of all, I'd say that Todd Strandberger, the founder of uh, RaptureReady.com, this is one of his his great uh, uh, spiritual insights, and I think in his heart, his spiritual heart is for uh, leaving information on this website that people can access for whatever time God allows after the after the rapture of the church. Now, so far as what exactly will take place at the moment of rapture, I really, I don't know. That you know, you hear so many different things. Well, some people say, well, there's not going to be enough people gone to to even make a difference, and and people won't notice. But I'm let me tell you something. It's going to be a profound thing when you have even one little child missing for for three hours. You've got news coverage from top to bottom. And if you have millions of people uh, missing all at once, uh, and many of them little children, and uh, many, many of them right here in the United States where the media is major, then uh, then you're going to you're going to have some real interest. So first thing is going to be is a tremendous fear factor. I think that people will wonder what happens. They're going to remember the Tim LaHaye series. They may not remember. They won't know RaptureReady.com as a whole general uh, thought because, uh, but they will remember the word rapture. And uh, I think the Internet's going to melt down about that time. Could this be what Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins were talking about in Left Behind series? Because they do know about that, especially a lot of the younger people like those novels. And uh, so uh, I think, first of all, they're going to sit in a panic. Now, as far as planes falling from the sky and crashes on the highway, I think some of that's going to happen. I've heard it said, I mean, Pat Robertson, I heard him say, for example, that you know, in his voice, he said, well, it, it my goodness, if he had the rapture uh, and people had crashes, you know, there would be crashes and car crashes and airplanes. And my goodness, that wouldn't be uh, like a uh, very godly uh, way to do business. <laughs> I think it was a pattern. What are you, nuts or what? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, exactly. That's what's going to happen is God's... Uh, uh, the rapture is not doesn't start the tribulation, but it does open up a time of uh, of uh, God's judgment. It begins. Jesus said, "You know, as it was in the days of Noah, and as it was in the days of Lot, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man." And he goes on to say, there he tells business going on as usual, and then in the very day that Lot Lot went out, Noah went out, and the, and the floods came, and the judgment came. It's going to happen just like that, Jesus said. So it's going to be some immediate judgment. It's going to be some catastrophes and different things happen. Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, it reminds me that uh, one of the Illuminati and world global government things has to do with um, order out of chaos. And that's exactly the thing that's going to help uh, set up those conditions where people will gravitate towards the leadership of the Antichrist eventually. So we agree with that. Generally speaking, the duty to prepare for those left behind is not something we hear taught in churches, even those who teach Bible prophecy from a pre-trib position. The church's message is typically only focused on the gospel for now. We see sermons include topics like get saved and avoid that terrible time, or hey, the rapture is about to happen, 
we're going to make it, we'll be out of here soon. While all of that is true, doesn't the church today have an obligation to prepare for the spread of the gospel after the rapture? Just as Jesus talked to the Judaizers and, and even the Christians, who the ones who would soon become his church uh, at the time he was on earth, he told them that, uh, you know, you hypocrites, you can discern the you discern the weather, the, the weather pattern. It's going to rain tomorrow if the sun is, is the clouds are red and lowering and so forth, but you can't determine the signs of the time. Here I am, I have come, I'm here, the Messiah, and you don't know it. It's the same thing about the second coming, about Christ's second advent, about the rapture of the church. Uh, God expects us to, as Christians, to discern the times. We're to be spiritual weathermen in every sense, and that includes Bible prophecy, especially as we see the times approaching, as the Bible says. And so, uh, so I think that uh, this is this is essential that uh, that we as Christians. Uh, be discerning whether in my next book is uh, of, of compilation there's going to be a number of, of writers in there my, some of my f- colleagues and friends and we call, we call our, our last book uh, Deceivers because uh, that's one of the signs Jesus gave major sign first major sign and the second book is going to this book we're going to put out now is called Discerners and it's based upon this very thing we need to be discerners and I think we've seen a lot of people in the Watchman community, Terry, to be honest with you, just really fatigued over trying to raise the awareness of the church's responsibility, the church leadership, the board of directors and deacons and other uh, positions like that. And, and it's been very frustrating for them. They feel very isolated. Uh, certainly, they do have a responsibility as a church to lead in that direction with their congregations, and is something that we're looking forward to improving as the signs of our times continue to unfold right before us. It's a good time, as any, for us to let our listeners know that the I Am a Watchman team is finalizing our own USB-based rapture kit, which will provide a way for believers to leave the right kinds of helps behind for their loved ones. More on this later in a future episode of A View from the Wall. We believe it is urgent for a broader cross-section of the body of Christ to prepare for the soon rapture of the church. I think we can all agree to that. Even as recently as last night's Happening Now live stream, Pastor Jack Hibbs spoke about the fact that he and his wife wrote their first left-behind letter all the way back in 1979. And we must admit we are so much closer to the need for this now. Terry, one of the greatest responsibilities we have as watchmen and individual believing Christians here is to spread the message to our loved ones and to those broadly in our sphere of influence. What do you advise our audience to consider on the best practices on this from your point of view? Well, I think first of all, you need to you know make sure that you're studied up and you know what you're talking about so that when you talk to individuals, you can you can – you can explain to them what the rapture is, a pre-trib rapture in particular, what what this is all about, what's happening. Why do we see the things happening we see happening in, in world events, issues and events today, and, and so forth. And I think we should should uh, use that to um, to talk to people. And, and then I think uh, maybe they, we should try as uh, members of the church to convince the pastor to open up some uh, some classes on Bible prophecy and, and what it's all about. First of all, he's got to be convinced that, uh, you know, <laughs> he's heard from he's heard from seminary that, you know, this is just not something you worry about because you're going to alienate your flock. I know because and I, 
I have some contact with seminaries. I don't know what they teach. But uh, anyway, we need to convince the pastors, and they're going to have to get past their own uh, bent to uh, not believe Bible prophecy or not consider it important. I think if you can get some strong leadership in there, like like at, at deacon level and everything else, it would would give them the Bible prophecy and then recommend that uh, uh, recommend that the uh, the pastor start some Bible classes so that the people can be educated as to what's going on. I, they'll find, I guarantee you, they'll find a tremendous amount of interest once they get uh, started in this. That's so true, and we appreciate your insights and ideas on this. And we'll be back in just a moment for more on a view from the wall. Stick with us. We're back at A View from the Wall. Dylan Burroughs here with Scott Townsend, and we've been talking with Terry James from RaptureReady.com. And for those who may not be aware, Terry is also a prolific author. He's written many nonfiction and fiction books. He mentioned this recent book, Deceivers, but he also has another book that we want to mention called Essays of Apocalypse, Some Thoughts on the End of Days. Terry, take a moment and tell us a little bit about this book and why it's so important at this time in our culture. Well, Essays in Apocalypse is my uh, running commentary on raptureready.com. We do weekly updates on the Nearing Midnight section, and we've taken all these and we've added them into a a book, a full-length book. And what it does, I think, is it just provides a progression of events. I call it, you know, prophetic progress. That's what we see, prophetic progression. That's what we see happening, friend, and it, it, it cocoons the issues and events. I don't know if either of you have read uh, our column there nearing midnight, but it cocoons issues and events, and uh, we, we post it every Monday, Sunday afternoon or Monday, and um, and, and it, it just covers, you know, the geopolitical spectrum, the, the socioeconomic, the religious, and everything that has to do with our lives today as uh, as it might be biblical prophecy in the stage-setting process for fulfillment. And uh, I think it's... Uh, it's a, it's a much more worthy book than some of the others, perhaps, because it is so immediate. It affects our, our it covers things uh, regarding our day-by-day activity and lives, uh, particularly here in America. And I do venture on things here in America more than uh, overseas, because I think America is the apex nation of the world uh, as far as uh, as far as technologies and everything else. Of course, uh, Israel is the number one nation in the world as far as uh, the Lord is concerned, and we are so closely linked. And we cover all these issues. I think people would find that book, Essays in Apocalypse, Some Thoughts on the End of Days, are quite interesting. I would like to to get some response from people who read that, as a matter of fact. Well, definitely. You've heard it here from Terry James. I want to make sure that you check out the comments below where you hear this podcast that will have the link to his website as well as to raptureready.com so you can get a copy of that for yourself. But I also want to take a moment to mention this book where you were the editor. It's called Deceivers, Exposing Evil Seducers and Their Last Day's Deception. And it wasn't just you. There is a whole list of top prophecy leaders, Nathan Jones, Jan Markell, Eric Barger, some of the voices that we have here on A View from the Wall. Tell us a little bit about this book, Deceivers, and why it's so important. Yeah, well, again, I think Jesus told us uh, to uh, not be deceived. And, and by looking at the issues and events of today through the Bible prophecy um, template, we can see that um, 
that you know we are being deceived. If we look at just the American, again, I, I go back to just the American. We see a deception in this country as never before. If we look at the news media and the things that have been going on, I'm talking about the mainstream news media, the things that have been going on, we have been deceived. The American public has been deceived, uh, unbelievably so, by right. totally uh, castigating uh, this president, making up things about him, uh, making up things just to get their political way. Uh, it's a satanic attack. And that is, it's based in deception and great deception. I think it's, I think it's uh, biblically prophetic because uh, God chose to put this president in because he raises kings up. He puts them down. And I think he did so. I, I think I've got the insight. I believe it. I believe I do. That he put Donald Trump in here to disrupt Satan's plan. And because I, I think Satan is winding up, uh, helping wind up history. He knows that his time is short. He wants to provide a platform from which he can launch uh, his Antichrist character and his last regime to try to overthrow God. And he still he's so deluded he thinks he can still do that. That shows a total reprobate mind. That's what sin does. So speaking of uh, deception, people seem to skip the initial warning and talk more about the signs and disasters and events. It's kind of a deception in a way because people tend to focus more on the signs instead of what the signs eminently point to. Isn't that the case? Right, exactly. Well, they, that's, that's, that's true. They, they do want to major on minors, and the major thing is Christ's return, of course. And that's what we're looking for, the blessed hope uh, in the rapture, and then, of course, his return in the second advent to uh, make all things right. We talk about all the things that's wrong and the how this um, this world is uh, is going down the, the road to the abyss because of uh, rebellion against God, turning it back on God, and uh, and so Jesus uh, will come back to rectify all that to make it right, and that's what we should be majoring on rather than just uh, maybe the individual signs. But again, I think individual signs are important. They're not everything, you know. Jesus said, "A wicked generation." seeketh after a sign, but he was talking about something entirely different, I think, with the Judaizers. Uh, they were looking for miracles and, and so forth, just they weren't interested in, in uh, so much the things of God, but the things of uh, making making them look good. And uh, so I think we are supposed to look at signs, uh, but uh, we look at them uh, collectively uh, uh, as pointing toward Christ and his return. Good point, and I feel like, uh, you know, I may have a bias on this a little bit, Terry, because I consume a lot of, uh, you know, material, and it seems like uh, sometimes there is a focus on, you know, the signs and all of the technical part of, you know, being a watchman like that, and I don't hear enough of the gospel message associated with what the signs are leading towards, and I think that's the, the thing that I challenge our audience to always remember right. as we've talked about yeah we've talked about that. that often on the program at the, end, uh, at the end of every article that Todd and I write uh, in this argument, it's always a message of uh, a gospel message a message of repentance yes and, uh, and that's what it's all about and that's what we always end there no matter how much we are dissecting the news or whatever of the day and this prophetic application we always come back to you know, you can escape all this that's coming on the earth. Uh, you can uh, you can live for eternity with God in heaven uh, simply by, again, Romans chapter 10, verses uh, 9 and 10. Uh, you know, believe that God raised 
Jesus from the dead and profess, and, and profess that with your mouth. And, uh, so that, that's the bottom line. Terry, thanks for being with us. We only have one last question in just a moment here with you, but we want to give you a chance to speak directly to the Watchmen community. Those are the people who connect with us, who feel a sense of urgency to watch and warn and witness and finish well. So for those who are listening today, what encouragement would you like to leave them with today as we end our time together? First of all, I think, uh, you know, your prayer time, your Bible study, and then listening to what the Holy Spirit has to say, because you know, if you get your, that's where you get your marching orders, uh, through the Spirit, God's uh, Holy Spirit uh, imparting to you in that small, still voice, and, and He will reveal things to you. He does spiritually uh, give you spiritual discernment. If you truly seek Him and seek His will, and then you're going to have to start there uh, and have a solid foundation upon which to instruct others and to encourage others. So that's my my big thing is Bible study, prayer, and, and then listen to what God, take time to listen to what God tells you and look at the things around you. He will reveal. Well, that's well said. And we thank you so much for being with us on A View from the Wall today, Terry. Such a blessing to have you with us. And we want those who are listening to make sure you take time to check out the information in the comments below at raptureready.com. If you're not familiar with that website, a great place for more prophecy resources. Or his own site, terryjamesprophecyline.com. And Terry, thank you for being with us. And to our listeners, we want to encourage you as well to check out IamAWatchman.com, subscribe to our emails for all the latest, or check us out on YouTube or the podcast on SoundCloud. And join us next time here on A View from the Wall. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am A Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.